mom deserves better than a drugstore card. This Mother's Day, surprise her with a truly special personalized card from Moonpig. Add your favorite photos, a heartfelt message, and we'll even mail it for you the same day, all for just $5. From mom to grandma, we have something to celebrate every mom in your life. Every mom deserves a Moonpig card. Get 50% off your first card at Moonpig.com. Moonpig.com Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Goes Without Saying, we are back for another episode of Goes Without Saying. What a blessing it is to be back. I'm so excited for this episode. Um, I'm joined by the lovely Sethi in her prime. Hey everyone. And I am Wing and today we are discussing all things burnout. Quite topical. We get quite personal. Quite topical. Quite relevant. <laughs> it's a very wholesome episode I think. I think this is a really nice one if you are feeling lost, overwhelmed, don't know where to fucking turn in this godforsaken life. Sethi and Wing are here to help you. Can't say we're going to be very helpful but we are here to try and help you stay tuned thank you for listening okay we've got some explaining to do i feel like nods you can't just nod on a podcast (laughs) i'm getting rusty at this okay so we're so sorry mr week we've we i think this is our most attempted recording Mm -hmm. we i think it took us five attempts to get where we are today god (laughs) we didn't even press record many of those times but i think we sat down to record five times too many times and i think i probably cried four out of five of those times every time (laughs) and said i'm not doing this because i can't even sit upright what have you done to her guys (laughs) i just think it's perfect that we're talking about productivity because i think it's fair to say we are literally burnt out to some little cinders right burnt out and not even burnt out with the like practical it's it's it's, you know what is it psychological burnout yeah entirely do you know what it is? Self-hatred. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, to put it in layman's terms, I'd call it depression. <laughs> it's kind of, I would say, maybe like low self-esteem. <laughs> Which is great. Um, so shall we Shall we just fill, fill everybody in from start to finish? Let's fill. Okay, I don't even know what the start of it is. What's the start? Oh, I never had COVID as well. That was great. Oh yeah, you didn't. That is great. I think the last time we spoke, I was like heading into a lockdown. Lockdown. Into an isolation. I keep calling it a lockdown. Everyone's like, it's not a lockdown. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I did the 10 days and I think it just was not... I honestly it didn't... It didn't mesh well with my energy. <laughs> I'm not really vibing with this isolation vibe. So one look at her and thought, I'm not getting involved in that. <laughs> <laughs> I've seen enough. I'll, I'll just let that play out as it would. Quite unfair to leave everyone hanging that we were like, Sophie's got COVID, like, assume the worst, like, won't be back next week. And then we actually legitimately weren't back. Okay, so you didn't have COVID, that was good. The isolation was hard. Mm. Shall we get into the self-hatred just a little bit? Let's just get in. <laughs> Let's just dip our toes in the pool of self-hatred. <laughs> I think it's just a hard time at the moment. Like, I've also just got, like, big fucking life shit going on family Uh like 
I can't even talk about it, um, stuff. Mm-hmm. But then I just think everything else is just amplified in terms of, I don't even know what in terms of. I'm coming to a boiling point of shit. I think sometimes in life, just things get brought up. Yeah. And things come to the surface and they need to be dealt with. Yeah. And I think what we're finding as well is that that just happens in any old life. But in this bizarre, silly little life Jane. that Sophie and Wing have constructed where they turn up um, every week and kind of give a very, like, personal, anecdotal, intimate hour, mm-hmm. it comes up in a different way. Because, I mean, and it goes for both of us. We just can't come to the episode, come to a big... I don't know, like, a, it's just... It's, uh, it's just it's just hard. It's, it's What is this thing? And, yeah, like, it doesn't have to be deep and personal and blah, blah, blah. But it, we're, we're, it is deep and personal to us right now. We're learning. I think that's the sort of thing I was feeling that I find that we can't do this and not be fully honest. Like, even if it steps into an oversharing vibe at times, I do think it's, like, impossible to have a microphone in front of you and not talk about what's going on in your life. I physically find it impossible. If you're being honest, yeah. If you're being honest, of course. But then I think that was the thing that it's like, okay, so if I record this week, as in last week, I would be lying to all of you. I would have to be, mm-hmm. so I'm going to talk about productivity right now. Productivity and burnout. It's like, but I can't get out of bed. You'd have to miss out half the story, yeah. And even though it's like, yeah, in the episode, no doubt we were going to say, and we may be about to say, <laughs> guys, fuck capitalism. Fuck it. Like, live your life. You don't need to be productive at all. But it's like, no, I'm not living that. Mm. I'm manic right now i'm like scrapping for what i can like i can't come and kind of talk about i can't talk about anything that isn't just like fucking get me through these 10 days but also just kind of what the fuck am i gonna do in life i feel terrible and everyday following kind of everyday following yeah i just feel like i reached a boiling point of like i'm i hate to say it that it's hate to bring up fucking body dysmorphia once again because i hate the idea of becoming the the body dysmorphia girl (laughs) she literally never brings it up she literally never brings it up like (laughs) like people are hearing this for the first time they're like what Well, I think I'm just, I've reached a breaking point with that. I think, okay, when I talk about self-hatred, blah, 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 I'm just literally talking about body dysmorphia. Mm -hmm. I've reached a boiling point with that, that I've realised I cannot live my life like this. I cannot live my life with this level of just like fear around my own body. I need to get over this. And I think it's like, I cannot be honest to you guys Mm -hmm. if I don't get over it because I'll be saying, you guys will be saying, oh my God, you're pretty, you're pretty. And all I'll be hearing is I'm fat, I'm fat. Mm -hmm. So it's just like, okay, so I can't do this unless I get over this. Mm -hmm. So I'm on the mission now to get over this. Absolutely. And also kind of even deeper, like knowing that like getting over it, it's not just like, I've decided to get like, it's the patient, we kept talking about having patience of like getting through it. And also the patience and the forgiveness of yourself. Sorry, I'm being so woo-woo these days, but (laughs) I think it's needed. Yeah. Kind of, it's one thing to say, okay, I'm struggling with body dysmorphia, but it's another thing to also be like, I'm struggling with thinking that people are going to think I'm like weak or fat or all of these things. So that also then means I can't speak freely in my own space. Mm Mm-hmm. yeah easier said than done i'm gonna fucking fix this i fucking not i've like hit fucking hit a boiling hit a breaking point with it whatever bikini bottom (laughs) i'm in i'm literally living in bikini bottom right now (laughs) and i would love to wear some bikini bottoms fuck this like it's just i'm done i'm done i'm done i'm done and i've said i'm done a million times and then be like right okay no but no dinner for you Mm -hmm. but i think i've actually got to a point where it's like i'm gonna ruin my life Mm -hmm. if i don't get over this I've created a load of shit and I need to kill it. Um, So I'm doing this whole fucking... I mean, it's it's just what that actually looks like is a load of actual practical work, Mm -hmm. which is just quite exhausting, which is why I just haven't been 
present but i'm back now hopefully yeah but i'm still gonna have about a million breakdowns to come <laughs> so it's all good well i think we're, we're coming with a uh, kind of bit of a refreshed angle the the only way really that we could sit down and record this was by kind of saying like we have to kind of ditch the as and graces now and just mm-hmm. come as we are which is funny because we have been very honest in you know the past episodes but i can give an honest performance yeah but i can still be hiding away or kind of shifting into the background parts of myself that i wouldn't want on the episode and i just think it's all about forgiveness <laughs> i think in the sense of like wings become a priest she's giving us all forgiveness <laughs> I, honestly i'm back into the priestess right <laughs> but i think it just comes down to like why is who you are right now not good enough i agree why is that person not good enough for every episode why is that person not good enough just to live the life that you're that you're wanting to live exactly so that's it it's just for acceptance mm. patience forgiveness peace serenity <laughs> harmony and i th- goes that saying oh well I, that was a perfect end but i was just gonna add it <laughs> just a little little bit i was just gonna continue that i didn't realize that was gonna wrap up so perfectly <laughs> yeah but yeah no i think we were just we've been saying that we need to almost reframe within ourselves even if the content doesn't even appear that different on surface level just within ourselves mm-hmm. we need to come with a more like casual energy because i think we pour so much into this hour because it's like one hour a week that you get from us but it needs to be perfect we need to be our perfect selves and all of this stuff and it's like actually if we can just come with a more casual energy from us like it's not this pressure it's not you have to be perfect like you can fuck up it's fine it would just um be so freeing Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. i agree i think it's all self-acceptance i think that is the most liberating thing i agree how exciting i hope everyone else is accepting themselves yeah you better be (laughs) You better be. <laughs> Doesn't mean anything. It's like coming from the least expect, like <laughs> least like we were just saying before recording that this is not like an iconic duo. Like <laughs> we were kind of saying if this if this podcast is kind of what, what we would love is if we're just one by one people like the women who listen just slowly they one by one just love themselves. Yeah. Tick tick tick. <sighs> it cannot happen from two people who absolutely despise themselves <laughs> like the scrappiest people we were saying it's literally like <laughs> i don't even know if this is like weird we we're literally like okay so if wings depression and i'm anxiety it's literally the least iconic duo it's like okay so just like the most depressed person the most anxious person it's like hey guys and we're back again it's like no no don't come back come back once you've short sorted out your shit mate honestly send us away <laughs> Yeah, we need to be, like, exercised out of your life. Like, you honestly need an exorcism to get this podcast away from you. But that's kind of where we've been. And we had, like, we've been through a whole process. We were like, oh, my God, like, do we need, like, to stop it for a bit? Like, blah, 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 blah. No, that's not what's happening. We're just doing a general reframing of how we cope. <laughs> God, we're, it's, it's getting worse and worse. <laughs> our coping mechanisms (laughs) the content won't change guys don't worry this is all about how you are involved in our coping mechanisms (laughs) how our mental health issues will be impacting you a seminar by Sambian Wing so embarrassing (laughs) okay well if we're being honest shall we talk about our personal just where we are right now with burnout where we've been with productivity what that relationship is looking like Mm. oh okay what do you want to go first or should i go first always ladies first you go first 
my drama teacher once said i'm not very ladylike so rude why did they say that he said because i swore obviously oh boring i fucker fucker around that town when yeah. i was in year nine <laughs> and they said that's not very ladylike and i said well that's misogynistic too right it's not fucking ladylike and i thought why should i have to act like a fucking lady like what does that even mean gross man although i did fancy him <clears throat> anyway i think my relationship with productivity and burnout productivity i just have think i have an ongoing mission in life that is just fucking chill out man just chill out man (laughs) just fucking stop Mm -hmm. and i found myself over my 10 day crazy isolation which i'm not best left to my own devices in my devices in my bedroom because i will find some scraps and try and like become like a craft open my own kind of craft fair sort of thing Mm -hmm. like i get a bit Mm -hmm. mad with it i started making all these like rings these like cat rings with like cats faces on i will say they are the best thing you've ever made they're so stunning yeah they're really fun they're so fucking cool like i i want to wear them that's why i made them so i'm trying to grow my nails <laughs> the whole thing i can't wear these rings because i need to grow my nails <laughs> <laughs> they're so fucking cool but i got quite like once i made one i suddenly was working in a factory mm-hmm. i was like right one down put it in the pile to go in the oven right mm-hmm. kind of, then we're gonna fire them all then we're gonna blaze them. <laughs> like it was getting a bit like and as i said there's like personal shit going on like sad stuff going on and i think i was very much using that as a coping mechanism to distract mm-hmm. myself Taylor's oldest time. I think I must have spent about 14 hours making these cats mm-hmm. all day, these little cat rings. And then by the evening, obviously, I just like had a breakdown. I was like, fuck, I'm so sad about this thing that's going on. It's like, yeah, you kind of would cry in the evening that you spent 14 hours making cat rings. Cat rings? You would? Yeah. It's like, what yeah. is that? Yeah. They're stunning, but it's what? So I think I def- definitely have a fucked up relationship with or like i lose myself very easily in productivity mm-hmm. as soon as i'm on a project i just go all in and then get knackered from it well this is why i was saying to sefi her new project is just her own self like what a nice the best product i've ever heard <laughs> yeah to be honest like what a nice kind of the only way to move forward my project is just myself my sense of self and you better believe i'm gonna get an a star yeah i think also an important thing there is that like there is a there is a level of distraction that can be really healthy totally totally well it is for maybe an hour and a half Mm -hmm. when you're pushing past the seven hour mark maybe or if you're just kind of doing just whatever you're doing and it's not being fueled by i guess a fear a fear of failure really yeah if you're if you're doing something just out of or just out of like even if you don't really love it but you're just feeling all right no but i don't mean love for it but like a love for yourself that's like i'm mm. going to explore this new thing i've ordered a load of clay i'm gonna make some cats i'm just gonna explore this mm-hmm. rather than oh my god suddenly i've got a tick list i've got to make 50 today sort of thing mm-hmm. it's like you're going mad mm-hmm. that translates into anything it's like you can play netball without being a professional netballer yeah it's fine. so this is another thing that i was saying sorry because we haven't done an episode for a week i've been storing all of the normal things that i just like think to myself while I'm making a cup of tea and I'm like mention that next week yeah I haven't been able to say so I've got like a backlog of like points sentences little hot takes <laughs> yeah tiny bullet points you'll see these on the reels later <laughs> <laughs> and this one was about I was watching this thing and this woman was saying like you can go into it she was talking about like sustainability and we should talk about that but yeah she was saying like you can go into a shop or you can see something being sold and absolutely love it like think it's the coolest thing think it's amazing think it like represents you so much like think it's perfect and leave it there literally you can see something in a shop and love it and go home without it 
you don't have to claim this is now my part coming in you don't have to claim everything to be yours yeah like don't claim it and it's kind of like even you being like here i go again body dysmorphia it's like you don't have to claim that so it's, it's not you don't claim it exactly what are we claiming here i, I and trust me i don't <laughs> want to fucking claim this don't make me claim it but i agree it's like you can wear fucking converse every day and not be the converse girl or mm-hmm. you can wear fucking mm-hmm. hoop earrings every day you're not a hoop earring girl you're just you you can be a bit sad one day and not be the sad girl and it doesn't have to be a whole life yeah that's the bit when it gets difficult when things feel you don't have to be attached yeah when things feel like they are so like all consuming and it's like your identity in this thing that's when it's hard to be like this isn't you like you're you're i'm also i agree i've been storing things but i also think it's like (laughs) (laughs) it's like they i think i don't know where i saw this i think it must have been in a meditation thing i must have heard it but it was like what you do does not define you mm-hmm. it's not what you do it's who you are it's not how you spend your time that's important who are you yeah who are you doesn't matter oh i'm actually writing a novel fuck your fucking novel you're not a novelist you might be congrats but you're not that that's not you you're mm-hmm. also just a fucking girl in a fucking room what do you believe what do you think it's all good Mm -hmm. you don't need the perfect thing yeah because and i was saying yesterday like i would never be like oh it's my friend sefi like yeah she just like makes these cat rings and blah blah blah. it's like that's not please never she just makes these like cat rings it's like no 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 but i wouldn't even say that like, she's got this podcast and blah, no, blah. It's just i wouldn't want you to there are a million qualities that make you who you are they you don't have to scramble around them i'd want you to say this is my friend sefi she's my soulmate <laughs> she's yeah. my life partner <laughs> yeah what, what's your like relationship with burnout and productivity and stuff at the moment i kind of think burnout really the crux if i offer up mm. our first crux of the episode We've had our first crux proposal. Crux proposal. <laughs> Number one. First one of the episode. Crux proposal, brackets A, close bracket. <laughs> um, oh, the rain is coming in. Really? Yeah. Or I'm popping popcorn. Which one is it? You'll never know. <laughs> <laughs> I'm inside a microwave with a bag of popcorn. I think kind of the crux of burnout, or at least the crux of burnout for me, is more just about the symbol to me burnout is just a symbol of you're just not taking care of yourself yeah yeah and it's not even really about you've burnt out from a particular activity or a particular thing a particular person like something at work because even though that is a big part of it at the end of that it's just that you haven't been taking care of yourself and yeah by taking care of yourself you it could taking care of yourself could look like working less or scheduling in time off from work. But I just think, I don't know, I just feel like there's a big emphasis in my life at the moment on what, where, honestly, she needs to sort out her priorities <laughs> and where are the priorities? Because if you're not your own priority, you may as well, I hate to say it, quit. I was gonna say die. die. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, no, I knew you were gonna say die, so I thought <laughs> I'd throw in quit really quickly. <laughs> But if you're not, I don't, I, to me, it's just, look, am I committing to being myself for the rest of my life or no? Like, am I going to commit mm-hmm. to taking care of myself and doing this properly or no? What's the alternative? 
I burn out, I die. That is that. I think that is the crux. You're correct, and that that is the crux. Mm-hmm. You could even take it even further. That it's not even not taking care of yourself. It's not valuing yourself. Yeah. It's that like you literally by overworking yourself and being like, I need to scrap for this thing. I need to just work, 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 and then I can have that. You're not valuing your present moment. You're using your present moment, as Eckhart Tolle would say in that book that I read fucking months ago. Mm-hmm. That's still on my mind. The power of no, not the power of now. What's it called? The one about Earth. Yeah, yeah, new Earth. Yeah, a new Earth. He said it's like you're you're valuing your present moment as if it's like a means to an end to future happiness. Like you're never valuing how you are now. It's like if I work on this now, if I apply for these jobs now, then I'll get this job in the future. You'll be miserable at that job then. Or you'll be trying to get a promotion for like two months later. You're always viewing like this happiness as like a future thing. Never now. Never now. Mm-hmm. So it's like, okay, well if you value your now you value who you are right now in this moment oh you're free then doesn't fucking matter what happens in two months because you'll be valuing your now then you're fine Mm -hmm. it's not that you're not taking care of well it is that you're not taking care of yourself but even further it's like you're literally telling yourself you don't give a fuck about yourself and you will only care about this future version and before you know it your life you your life will be done so you'll be dead because this is why all the old people are telling us honestly shout out to all the old people that are trying to tell us they're Mm -hmm. honestly trying to shake us and be like stop giving a fuck about all these things that don't mean anything and we're just going, I'm not listening to you, fucking old hag. Like, but you don't get it. Yeah. You don't get it. They always just say, relax. Yeah, exactly. Relax. Mm-hmm. Relax. It's all going to work out. It's all okay. Yeah. Don't have to do half the shit you're doing. Yeah. To be honest, you don't have to do 80% of the shit you're doing. Because mm-hmm. 80% of the shit you're doing is like worry, yeah. stress, fear. It's like, cut it then. Just do the 20%. That's the only thing that's actually driving you in a good direction. Mm-hmm. Just do the 20 Fill that 80 with fucking ice cream. It's all good, mate. I actually think productivity for me is, and this is also, again, what I was saying when we were discussing our whole... I'm on this whole recovery plan. This is my whole... My life now is a full, dedicated mission to enjoying myself, basically. Yeah. And just feeling so excited and happy to get to live as me in this life. As you should be. As you should. As we should. Yeah, as we fucking should. As we should. Goes that fucking saying. Because what's the alternative? What is the alternative? Don't make us say it again. Don't make me say it. We'll die. die. We With will nothing. die. Um... So yeah, I think productivity for me, not even, I think avoiding burnout for me is actually just about, hmm, here's the thing. I've been talking about discipline a lot. You have, you've been up my ass about discipline. Discipline. Right, fucking discipline yourself. <laughs> yeah, because I think, so, Sefi, forgive me, if, stop me if you think I'm wrong. I know you won't be. But I think Sefi is quite disciplined in the wrong way. Yeah. Agreed. So you hold yourself down to like the wrong, the wrong things. Who are you answering to? I'm answering to the devil at the moment. Can we talk about Emma? Huh? What'd you say? I said, can we talk about Emma? <laughs> oh, fuck it. Let's talk about Emma. Fuck it. <laughs> Okay, now it is just like body dysmorphia episode, but fuck it, talk about Emma. It's not. Isn't you barely said a peep about body dysmorphia. <laughs> okay, good. You, you can start with Emma. Just whatever. Well, Sefi's got this thing living inside of her, and I'm gonna call it Emma. No, no, wait. We need. Okay, that sounds like I've got some weird fucking parasite sort of demon inside me. <laughs> So I'm working through that at the moment. My therapist told me to read this book on body dysmorphia. This is part of my recovery plan Mm -hmm. to get me out of the depths of despair. Mm -hmm. That we're both on these fucking missions at the moment. Mm -hmm. Um, And in it, you had to draw like a self-portrait 
Oh my god. Of what you perceive yourself to look like. Mm-hmm. And then you had to show it to someone you trust. I showed it to my sister and I also showed it to Wing. The self-portrait of what I perceived myself to look like. And as I was, I drew it and I thought, all right, okay, I'm being really accurate bit by bit. Okay, this is just, I think this is kind of exactly what, like realistically, I think I look like. And as I took a step back, I realised that I'd drawn probably the ugliest person alive. like A monster. A monster. A literal <laughs> demon monster this person is i couldn't describe how foul this person is <laughs> honestly foul you would not want to see this at the end of your bed in the middle of the night yeah like, it's it's quite scary um and i showed it to my sister who laughed her head off and i showed it to wing who i would say you were more scared than, than laughing. I, I think i actually cried with laughter though <laughs> like Same. crying with pain and fear and sadness <laughs> and also like hysterical laughter it might be the ugliest thing ever created I think (laughs) the drawing was insane and I can see rationally I don't believe myself to look like that I know I don't Mm -hmm. but I do think I have a demon in my mind that we now call Emma because Mm -hmm. Wing then texts me afterwards being like oh my god it looks exactly like you may have seen this it's like this weird fucking robot thing that was made like this model of a woman that was made to show office workers what would happen to their body within like 30 years of like deterioration like their spine is like crippled over her skin is like her skin like Like, she's just her neck like it's just just, like the most foul creature to scare office workers into not like being sort of lazy at their desks I don't really know like get outside is telling them to don't be hunched over and staring at a screen yeah. and like not eating properly and like drinking coffee all day like don't end up like emma guys yeah. don't end up like emma but i'm living every day like i'm emma like you are emma yeah Crazy. ryan reynolds here from Mint mobile with the price of just about everything going up during inflation we thought we'd bring our prices down so to help us we brought in a reverse auctioneer which is apparently a thing Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, to get 30, to get 20, 20, 20, to get 20, 20, to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Ready to pop the question? The jewelers at BlueNile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds. And they're ready to ship to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. 
crazy. Like when I actually looked at it and one of the bits in the book was like, rate how other people agree with this image. And it's like, <laughs> literally, it's laughable. It's actually like embarrassing. But yeah, no, I think I help, do hold myself accountable to what Emma wants from me, which Emma does yeah. want me to die. She does want my demise. And, and she ruins things like cat rings. You're having a nice fun time and Emma's spoiling it all. So we're trying to turn Emma into Voldemort when he looks like a little rotisserie chicken at the end of the series and he's a little scrawned up. A little baby lying under a bed. And they're like, what's that? (laughs) What is that fucking thing? Yeah. That will be Emma. She'll be dead. But I think that's the thing. It's like, yeah, it ruins things like even having a podcast with my friend. Oh no, because it's not, it's not Sephi and Wing. It's Wing and Emma. (laughs) (laughs) Get Emma out of here. And I'll tell you something. I cannot do episodes with Emma. No. And you would not listen. And that was why we, you know, had to assume the worst and took the time. But I think the thing with discipline is what are you being disciplined to? Because you can be unhealthy with discipline and be very strict on yourself to like work 12 hours a day. Like don't eat healthy. Do you know what I mean? Like eat all the wrong things. Like, you know, you can be disciplined in treating yourself badly. Mm-hmm. I'm trying to be disciplined in like kind of making sure I sleep properly, meditating every single morning. Like there are things that I will not let go now yeah because i'm commi- i'm making a commitment to myself they're non-negotiable yeah. Yeah. non-negotiable because you can't skip them there are some things you cannot skip mm-hmm. and i'll offer that up as my second crux <laughs> the second whore crux if you will <laughs> yeah yeah the second whore crux why don't we call them whore cruxes clever a whore crux okay fair enough yeah let's go <laughs> let's run with the theme the awful theme that we've made in this podcast yeah <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah i think that is the if the first Horcrux is... Mm. What was the first one? Uh, I've forgotten it already. <laughs> self-acceptance, probably. Something about self-acceptance. Then this one is about a commitment to yourself. And it's where are the intentions? Yeah. I'm being intentional with my recovery. More than that, I'm just being intentional with my one life. Yeah, you're one. One. Only get one. Oh, maybe you didn't notice. <laughs> there were three. <laughs> but yeah, there's one. <laughs> There's only one, guys. We, we liked it in a few episodes ago when we were like, stop, look up. But yeah. right now we're telling you, right now, Harry, Harry, this is for you. Now I speak directly to you, yeah. I speak directly to you. One hour, one hour, one You've hour. got one of these. This is your one shot. Do not miss your chance to blow. <laughs> oh, wow. This opportunity only comes once in a lifetime. Yo. Yo. <laughs> no, <laughs> nice. get me out of it. That was awful. That was really bad. Something about mum's spaghetti. <laughs> fuck you've only got one shot i'm just gonna do it all over again i'm cutting this now i need a wee i'm stopping this where it is you're not throwing away your shot oh my god so we've saved some of the questions um well they're all in our archive but i mean it's been a while i've i screenshotted some at the time but there's one that i really liked because it's just quite simple and just i think this is the question it just says what are we even meant to be producing mm-hmm. like what are we even meant to be producing and i was thinking about it this was literally like fucking two weeks ago now so i don't know if this is quite like a fragmented thought now but i was thinking it's like i have got to the point where whatever i'm doing is never enough i will never feel productive because of the standards that i think half that i've set for myself and half that capitalism has set for us as a whole that no matter what you do it always seems unproductive because unless you're kind of launching your big fucking makeup collection and it's selling out day one you're making millions in the first 10 minutes 
nothing seems productive like how on earth can kind of okay well i sent my asos order back and i fucking mm-hmm. went and i got some bananas that i needed and blah, like that's, does nothing feels productive anymore yeah like almost what are you supposed to be producing you're supposed to be producing the best fucking album you're supposed to be producing fucking folklore like yeah i love that oh no you're gonna say something no i was gonna say what do you think i think that that's a great point the con of that is oh you're meant to be producing a life that you love Mm. whilst you work somewhere you hate exactly yeah you don't even the means of producing a life that you love means that a life that you love is the end goal and not something that you can be feeling right now now yeah just placing the emphasis on something that's future happiness at the end yeah which i also think goals are so needed and healthy and like important Mm -hmm. i just think honestly dwelling on dreams and forgetting to live (laughs) but forgetting to live in the present you don't have just because you have goals doesn't mean you can't enjoy right now and that your life can't look stunning right now because i think that's one of the things that's like okay so when i have this and when i have this then i'll be happy it's like well you might one you might never get them two when you do get them then you would have wasted your time now Mm -hmm. because you would have just been preparing for this weird like fictitious version of future you that has like the perfect existence Mm -hmm. but it's like actually they probably are also just as fucking insecure as you. They probably also have, like, a fucked up relationship with their fucking cousin and shit. Like, you need to actually... That's random. Yeah. Like, just accept, like, where you are now. Well, and also, do you ever have that thing where you look back at, like, an old photo of yourself or, like, think back to an old time in life and you think, like shit that was actually like really cool or like fuck i looked really good or like just anything it's like why did i make that a time of commiseration when it was actually you know ice cream the... lifestyle what do you know what that is that is the end of the office when andy bernard says yes i wish you could know it was the good old days before you've left them mm-hmm. it's like yeah it's the fucking good old days now now yeah you're gonna be looking back going oh god like how, i wish i wish you could know it was the good old days before you've left them mm-hmm. and then you sing a song from that you're at fucking andy bernard like at the end of the office and everyone cries <laughs> so stunning so look andy could have known it was the good old days back with dwight and jim mm-hmm. the good old days yeah i think a part of it at least for me is like the choice of and i've said i've said this before but like i'm fucking serious now i need to make when i can when i have the ability to make a choice i have to choose the best choice for myself and like yeah getting lost and burnt out and shit and like being productive in the wrong way is not the right choice for myself and it's not sustainable no okay this person said i i again i saved them all too but let me think about what one i want to give also there's you probably can hear like a load of men shouting oh, about really? mm-hmm. Ugh, men am i right <laughs> <laughs> what are they like <laughs> Ugh, men am i right ladies don't forget to hit subscribe. Go to that Okay. Okay. This, I think, is the perfect summary. Are you offering another Horcrux? You know what? I will offer you another Horcrux. I- I'll give you a second, your two Horcruxes I've already given you. I'll raise you a third. I don't know how poker works. But anyway, this person said, my depression makes it hard to do really basic things, but my anxiety makes me feel bad for not being productive. So it's paralyzing. And I just think you've mm. hit the nail on the head there, lady. What do you think? little lady <laughs> sorry could you just say it one time again i kind of didn't hear the yes. first bit of it they said my depression makes it hard to do really basic things but my anxiety makes me feel bad for not being productive so it's paralyzing yeah you can never win honestly stuck between a rock and a hard place yeah and meanwhile and this is again why i loved the overall sentiment of 
first lockdown because mm. all over everyone was telling me just calm down have a bath it's quite a cushioned time banana bread oh so soothing like i need that social messaging tiger king was on and like tiger king fucking hell I haven't had that name in years jeff exotic who wow that really took me back yeah but yeah it is that sorry oh <laughs> Emma coming up. Um <laughs> <coughs> joking. Joking on Emma. <laughs> um but don't you think that's just kind of I think that is the whole crux. I think that is the mm-hmm. crux is depression makes it hard to do anything and anxiety will have you feeling shit about not doing enough so then you go into overdrive and you can't yeah where's the balance in that you'll be trying to do it all but you'll be burning yourself out Mm -hmm. i think that yeah i think we may have hit whoever sent that amazing Mm -hmm. round of applause Mm -hmm. i think you found the third crux of the app because that is nailed it yeah that's it that you want to do shit but you can't do shit Uh everything in you is telling you fuck i've got to do shit you feel pressure to do shit but your body is saying but i literally can't i think what is needed there and i'm going to circle back to the beginning and you're going to hate me for it because it's so woo woo and annoying and cliche oh is it going to be the big f word it is the f word forgiveness (laughs) and also patience Mm. because i just think you have to well not even you have to but for me i think a lot of it is is don't claim it you know, like I, I feel great today. This is true. Now I'm speaking the truth. Mm-hmm. I feel great today. I'm having a really nice day. If I feel really awful tomorrow and I find it really hard to get out of bed, that is all right. And I'm not going to punish myself for that. Mm-hmm. I, you know, what? I just forgive myself for anything I may or may not feel for however long that feeling lasts. I don't need to claim it as me and my my whole self. Yeah. Let it in. Let it out. Know that it will go because also, especially with like when you're in like the deepest depths of despair when you're in a deep depression it doesn't feel like oh it's just i'm just having a bad day it's like no it's, it's a very it permanent, permanent feeling yeah. that you're yeah that you're taking with you if you manage to leave the house everywhere you go and i just think the biggest part of that is just accepting i accept myself as who i am as someone who has the honestly the luxury of experiencing a fluctuating emotions yeah nice nice to quote rihanna i kind of um completely flip what she said <laughs> on its head I, I just think it's forgiveness i completely agree it's because it's that forgiveness is kind of acceptance mm-hmm. so once you can accept the quote-unquote ne- negative or unpleasant parts of yourself it's like, okay well then you're free none of it matters you're free you can actually just relax into who you are rather than attempting to like curate this version of yourself well no i never really get sad and when i do get sad i just like brush that under the carpet it never fucking happened and then those are my down periods and now i'm on top it's like no all of it is kind of fine and none of it is really representative of you Mm -hmm. if you're above kind of emotions let's take it to andy from headspace once again Mm -hmm. we love to it uses a wonderful metaphor wonderful wonderful metaphor that i remember seeing literally back in the day i must have been like 16 i don't know it's like you're sitting at the side of a road there's traffic going past there's just loads of traffic and all these cars are your thoughts they're your like just random thoughts that are going past in a day like i need to make my coffee i i need i'm running late i need to have a shower oh like that looks nice oh that's a fucking cute dog whatever they're they're your thoughts that are going past Mm -hmm. you can just sit by the side of the road and watch them all go past what you do when you get into a spiral of something is you jump in front of a car you jump onto it and you like go down the fucking road on its bonnet like ah 
like kind of freaking out. Mm -hmm. You don't need to do that. When you actually just watch them go, you are not the car. That one thought that was like, I'm a fucking piece of shit. Beep, 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 beep. (laughs) Going down the road. (laughs) You don't need to jump on that. That's not you. That was just a big fucking lorry going past. And if you sit by the side of the road, look, the next one will come past and it's, what a beautiful flower. (laughs) Like Mm -hmm. whatever. Mm -hmm. There will just be shit that comes past. I want to watch the fucking office. That bit where Andy Bernard sings that song. Let it go. It's fine. Just sit by the side of the fucking road. Get your deck chair out. Mm -hmm. Get a magazine. It's all good. These are just your thoughts. You are not your thoughts. Yeah. Oh, God. I'm stunned. I'm stunned. And once again, Andy nails it. Isn't that so nice? It's hard. It's one of those things that I I think this whole, the whole of Goes Without Saying is just you have to be in the right headspace to let it hit you. Otherwise, it's very annoying. Very jarring. (laughs) (laughs) The most jarring podcast you could listen to. The most. I'm so sorry. Okay, this is good. This is a really good point. They've given us a hot take to feed off of. This person said, I feel like being a woman, you have pressure to be organised, productive, and if you mm. say no to helping someone or taking an extra work, you're immediately seen as a bitch. And even though that's not explicitly said to me, I feel like I'd let people down if I don't say yes to everything. And I burn out because I overwork myself and take on more tasks during difficult or traumatic times. They put the sparkles around it. Um, Give it a bit of personality. I like that. Um... To feel like I'm in control, I say yes to everything. I have a hard time trusting others to do things properly. When I'm doing a project or task, oh my god, don't get me started. It's all about control. Yes, oh, I actually didn't know they were going to get into control at the end, but that is a really good point. Um, Can we start off with the gendered thing, though? I mean, you've hit the nail on the head once again, because that is just... um, I think any fucking woman will know that they, of course, have to take on more, just of course, than the men in their life. You see yourself like, Mm -hmm. there's been a dinner cooked... Who is clearing those plays realistically? Of course, it will be you. <laughs> kind of, I'm a celeb. It might be you. It might be you. <laughs> Going around the room. All the men, it's not you. It's not you. <laughs> All the women, it might be you. <laughs> it's like, is it big sister or Auntie Jane? Neck and neck. <laughs> Auntie Jane, it's you. You're going up. You have to clean those fucking dishes, bitch. Back in the kitchen, baby. It might be you. I always thought that was the weirdest format. It might be you. All the men biting their teeth. Is it it biting their nails? Who's it going to be? It's not me. Dad, it's not you. Uncle Jim, it's not you. (laughs) It's not you. Little brother on his iPad, it's not you. Baby Sarah, (laughs) it might be you. To be honest, it might be you. If you recognise yourself in this story, it might be you. (laughs) Of course, there's just so much more pressure to be kind of this perfect... Like, you have all the jobs to do, but you must have, like, makeup on, your hair must be perfect, and you must be not wearing a top with any stains on, even though you were cooking dinner up, like, really fucking rushed last night. You must be perfect. Then there's no leeway for women to fuck up. Mm -hmm. I do think as well, and I know we've spoken about this, but I think there is like an undeniable pressure for young women to have every avenue of their life under control Yeah. in a way that there isn't really for young men. So like I would feel pretty confident in saying that the social messaging for me if, if my boyfriend and I weren't together, the social messaging that I would receive and the way that I would be feeling about not being picked and chosen would be absolutely non-existent in his mind. We're just not told the same things. We don't tell little boys... We don't talk to little boys about weddings and princesses no. in the same way that we do to young girls. I think that's 
a pretty reasonable assertion to make. Absolutely. That boys get kind of adventures and... Muddy knees. trucks and planes. And like, it's all about this like big world. Whereas women get like, or little girls get toy kitchens and mm-hmm. Barbies and shoes and brats and princesses. It's like princesses realistically locked in a fucking castle waiting for her sort of prince to come and rescue her. Mm-hmm. The fucking prince is on fucking dragons. Through blistering winds and scorching deserts. Scorching deserts. Mm-hmm. It's like if the princess toy comes with a toy mirror and a wand mm-hmm. and the prince toy also comes with a dragon and a sword. It's like, I want the fucking dragon and the sword, please. Like, I don't want the hairbrush. Well, you can just, you can have, why Why does it have to be prescribed? Yeah, why does it have to be prescribed, but also fucking give me a dragon? Yeah, but you're lying then, because you would absolutely choose the hairbrush. <laughs> I'm actually thinking I would want the hairbrush with the dragon. No, that's what I was going to say. I don't really want the sword, and I don't want the mirror. If we've got things laid out, yeah. I want the hairbrush and the dragon. I want to brush the dragon's mane. <laughs> The dragons have made. I would take, yeah, the dragon and the mirror because I'm not fussed about my hair, but yeah. I wouldn't mind seeing, like, my eyelashes. <laughs> I also wouldn't mind a sword. Sword, I don't, would I try, like, what bugs me about weaponry on you is, like, I if I'm ca- walking around with a gun in my bag... Could get used again. Well, just what if it goes off? Like, yeah. what if I accidentally knock the trigger and it shoots me in the head? <laughs> This is this is a level of comp- level of competence that I think I have. I sometimes do think this. Like this is obviously taking this to a crazy dark place. But if someone mm. broke into your house mm. and you were like kind of in that fucking your what's her name Drew Barrymore at the beginning of Scream sort of thing like someone's in your house like <laughs> someone's in my house I'm like quickly let me put a t-shirt on and wet it and shave my legs and take my knickers let off. me like quickly take my bra off but a tight t-shirt on <laughs> yeah. we are gonna need to see some nipple on show yeah like how can I look sexy for the male gaze whilst I die let me just get a bit <laughs> yeah. of concealer on <laughs> but you're kind of Drew yeah. you're like making your popcorn blah blah, blah. someone phones you what's your favorite scary movie do you grab a knife like do you think you grab a knife i literally had a knife the other day really there's a big knife in the drawer but i also had i've got like a glass candlestick holder the other day Mm. and i had that i had big knife in one hand oh you told me this the competent oh yeah i did the competent side of me had a big old knife also still completely irrational and the (laughs) other hand i had this essentially what looks like like a beer bottle ready because i thought to myself if someone comes at me i can smash it on the wall and then (laughs) quickly use it as a dagger and then yeah i've got not only a big old knife but also a dagger kind of valerian steel okay so you really you yeah okay that's not really didn't realize you'd have such a good answer (laughs) well remember when we lived together and you were saying that there's two types of people because we were watching a movie one night oh this is a long-term theory yeah we were watching a movie one night and there in our house i've definitely told this on the podcast before but in our house it used to be like the kind of back garden and then the kitchen was a tiny kitchen with like a little oven from the from 1950s (laughs) literally the worst kitchen you've ever seen with with the oven right in the middle of the room like not in a cute way just randomly honestly in front of the door (laughs) a tiny tiny room with counters and just an oven in the middle of the room the fridge and the oven in front of the door (laughs) just like the worst placement so strange (laughs) (laughs) the worst placement of an oven ever so the back garden would be and then you had the kitchen and the windows right there and then the kitchen would lead onto the living room again tiny living room and we were sat in the living room watching the movie so you could see kind of worst placement of a living room ever yeah, just the whole thing was off i don't know what they were thinking terrible but you could look through the door to the kitchen and then see out the kitchen windows into the back garden at night time it's quite spooks mcgay really yeah and we were watching a movie and there was a noise so and i remember you and like 
you were like leaning back like you were just like not reacting and I like leaned forward like looking out like the fuck is that like kind of like leaned out into the kitchen and you were like that's so weird that you would like look it's because I have a long-term theory and I've had this since primary school this theory because I've always just been obsessed with like fear as a concept Mm -hmm. because I love being spooked Mm -hmm. but not being scared that's the distinction (laughs) (laughs) been working on these theories for life um me and my friend came up with this theory in like year six that there are two types of people that when you're scared in your bedroom in your childhood bedroom do you either you hear a noise do you either hide under the covers like pull the duvet over your head and i hide or do you run out of the room Mm -hmm. and i'm a hundred percent the person that hides under the covers whereas Mm -hmm. my friend was someone that she'd run to her mum's room Mm -hmm. and i think you're the person that would kind of get up and like look i go looking yeah why would i go looking for someone who wants to kill me (laughs) (laughs) that's what i'm saying why would you (laughs) well i would because why would you hide they're gonna come and find you because it's just bury your head in the sand like protect play dead you know what it is no one's coming harry nobody's coming i just think it's like pretend you're not there play dead like it's not rational but it's just like free it's like a fight or flight but it's like freeze right got you got you yeah but so for example when you heard that noise in the garden you were like right i'm gonna fucking look i'm gonna fucking confront them i'm like pretend they're not there if they're not looking at us we're all fine <laughs> like kind of a child covering their eyes and they think yeah. they vanish also do you remember when we were pranked and i had to come rescue you <laughs> Oh, I think about it every day. My blood runs cold when I remember that prank. It was truly horrific. Basically, when we watched the movie Us, you tell it. We've told it so many times. If you're a long-term listener, Mm. this is just becoming like mythology by this point. I'm sure it just changes slightly every time (laughs) our memory just fades. (laughs) It's old legend. Legend has it that it once played. Legend has it that once we watched the movie Us, directed by the amazing Jordan Peele, you have to watch it if you haven't already. I think it's my favourite film I've decided in the world. Mm Mm-hmm. There's just a quite spooky soundtrack and there's just one song in it that we used to get a bit freaked out by that goes, ha, he, ha, ha. It's very spooky. Mm-hmm. And we, we get quite creeped out about it and things like that. And there was just one day that we, me and Wing were at home working. I was in my room. Wing was in her room downstairs. I was upstairs. And that, that song, like, ha, he, ha, just came on the Alexa, just so fucking like piercingly loud. Loud. And I think Wing just heard me shout from upstairs, Wee! like crying like, please help Wee! and i had to run up the stairs just so scared and i was like quivering in the corner like why are they coming for us i knew the tethered were coming but there was weird shit that would happen like our neighbors well we had like this wall in between our house and our neighbors is this just uni stories now like what have we what are we going into well i said this to you the other day we never got to the end of this we never got to the crux of what happened here yeah of what actually happened but in the film in the movie us there's it's quite symbolic there are like red scissors is their weapon that they use these big like red scissors is what they kill people with and we were just terrified of us for like months on end Mm -hmm. and one day we just like came out of our house and on the wall between our neighbor's house and our house there was just this big pair of like red scissors just like pointing our garden wall yeah our back garden like no one could get there other than our neighbors so we assume it's the neighbors unless we're being pranked again mm-hmm. big pair of like red scissors like pointing at our house on the wall that's spooky and they used to play that song yeah i think they were pr- i think our neighbors were pranking us yeah they've r- the whole street was in on the prank <laughs> it was horrific <laughs> the whole of brighton we walk out of our house one day they're all in red jumpsuits holding hands oh we're like God. oh we knew it so awful so scary but this is just uni time now. What are we doing? We were talking about fear. How did we get there? That you looked out. Oh, I said if you were Drew Barrymore in Scream, 
would you grab a knife? Yeah, but why did you say that? I don't know. It's just the sort of thing I would say randomly, I guess. <laughs> why did you say that? Mm. Oh, princesses and knives, and you tried to say you wouldn't want the hairbrush. Yeah. Oh, would you choose a sword or the hairbrush? Fucking hell. You came for a feminist <laughs> podcast, you end up with that shit. So sorry. I should have missed another week. I really like this one. Um, Someone said... I hate, hate, hate being hungover, unwell, injured, and not being able to do anything. Oh my God, so much. I find that interesting because I think I quite, there's a bit of me that quite loves that <gasps> because it gives you the allowance to be like, okay, I'm allowed. That gives you the permission that you needed. It give, yeah, it gives you the ability to be like, I'm allowed to chill out. Mm. I've been speaking to some other people about this because of isolations on my mind. It's like, okay, so I'm not able to do anything. And I think it's, yeah, again, my theory, there are two kinds of people in this world, but I think it's like, actually, Mm -hmm. there are like, there are different kinds of people that it's like, I hate being able to do that because I can't do anything. Or I love being able to do that because basically I'm fucking burnt out and I need someone to say, just stop and I can chill. Wow. Love that. It kind of goes back to the second part of what the other person said, which we shouldn't talk about is like control. Yeah. Because I hate when I'm ill because I hate not having control. It's also why I don't like kind of drink myself into oblivion and things like that like I yeah what I have to be control I can't just you just cannot catch me in a situation where you think I'm not in control even if it looks like I'm being crazy and it looks like I'm oh she's so like oh my god like not even thinking how no it's been planned it's it's been manufactured (laughs) like (laughs) I need the control Mm -hmm. I love that I think I'm the complete opposite. Really though? Because I think we're the same in wanting control. I think I like the feeling of being out of control in like a managed way. Mm. I know you love this too. So I, don't, I actually don't think we're different in this. But like, for example, the feeling of like a roller coaster. Mm-hmm. It's out of my hands. What happens? I have given my fate into the hands of the engineers. It's out of our oh, hands. Yes. Put that thing back where it came from. Also help me. Also fucking help me. But like, I love the feeling of like a managed control. It's like I put myself in the hands of engineers of Thor Park, and I'm on a roller coaster. Mm-hmm. It's like it's out. It's it's essentially out of control. Let's hope they're not on minimum wage. Yeah, exactly. Let's fingers crossed they knew what they were doing. Let's hope they're not burnt out. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> but I think I do like the, like for example being like a little bit drunk or like a little bit like intoxicated and just like a little bit pushed out of your comfort zone i like that just like i don't know what the fuck i'm doing i'm in a country i don't know where i am fuck i need to mm-hmm. like work out a fucking map situation i actually don't love the sound of that oh i i love that something about like the lack of control that but i think that's out of your comfort zone thing but you're not in control there no but you have to control like what you've got yeah you have to control like yourself it's like okay so i've got a map and a phone with 12 percent. what am i doing because i almost feel like that pushes you into the role of being that person do you know what i mean just being pushed into new roles just like being slightly stretched i think is an important like part of life and i think they're the best bit agreed like painful growing pain vibes but also just like mm-hmm. the best when you realize you can do it and you've grown yeah Ugh. I had that with driving the other day. Oh, yeah, you did. Go on, tell us. Because as, not the other day, before my my 10 days that felt like 10 years, mm. um, when me and my house, I said in the fucking podcast, we went to the 
to the new forest. We went to the forest of Dean. I'm so sorry. I'm getting my forest confused. <laughs> I, I was editing it thinking, fucking idiot, get your forest right. Misinformation. Jesus, got that all wrong. We went to the forest of Dean and I was the designated driver in my little Honda Jazz. And it was just so freeing to, because I, I'm good at my trips. I do my trips in my car. I'm all good. But not with two other people in my car that's like, I'm in charge. I, I'm responsible for You're the driver. Yeah. I'm also responsible for navigating this. I'm also responsible for just making decisions like that car pulled out. It is my duty to keep everybody safe in the car. <laughs> like, I was just like, it's not usually my job. It's like... Not a duty usually bestowed on you. <laughs> not, not one usually an honour one would once receive. But I was just quite like, okay, so I've got to take this quite seriously in a way. Like, oh my God. Just like, <laughs> Just, it's not usually my job. Usually I'm some, I'm the kind of kid in the back of the car playing their DS, playing on Nintendo's going fluffy, fluffy. Like, I'm not usually the one that's driving to the Forest of Dean. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like that's just never been me before. Mm-hmm. And usually I'm kind of the friend, in the, like I might have control over the orcs. Mm-hmm. Like maybe at the biggest yeah. responsibility I've had. Yeah. Like to be like, okay, I'm going to drive. It was just quite like, and I was fine. It's like, okay, I did that. I can drive to the fucking Forest of Dean. Oh, I love that. Of course I can drive it. Well, I think that's control because that's what I used to love. I love driving. It's like um, one of my hobbies. And I used to love like driving to and from Brighton or like driving through central London. Like it's a small challenge because I remember like the week I passed my test, I was doing like three hour drives because I just thought there's no the alternative is I get scared like I have to do it yeah it just is the thing of you just push yourself into a new role and then you do it and then it's like oh and that's and each time you fill the shoes you try on a new pair of shoes and you fill them oh my god turns out they fit the slip the glass slipper fits perfect I'm going to the ball yeah you just do it confidence I also have a top tip for anyone doing their driving tests and stuff because I wonder if this kind of helped because I am a confident driver Mm. but the night before I did my test I typed in like driving um test hypnosis on YouTube (laughs) and I watched this man kind of sit far away like in a room just on his little chair looking at the camera and go I am a confident driver. Oh, he's from up north. I am. <laughs> it was Jon Snow. A confident driver. Confident <laughs> yeah. driver. The whole time. And then now I always think, you know what? I am a confident fucking driver. And I am a confident driver. <laughs> if you ever get in a car with wings, she does do this weird accent, but it's all good. <laughs> I turn into a man. <laughs> a bald man. She turns into a man sitting quite far away. <laughs> but one of the things I love about your driving story, your passing your test story that you said mm. is that I've always just been so fascinated by is that you said that you practised driving in lucid dreams. Oh my God, yeah. Yeah, I did. Which I just think is, to be honest, the most genius fucking idea i've ever heard so if you can lucid dream start practicing your driving in that yeah i would just drive around in my dreams i can't lucid dream so (laughs) i won't see you there but (laughs) top tips well it just almost it wasn't even like technically practicing it was just enjoying i think it was more the psychology of like feeling like i am a confident driver like driving is i'm driving all the time driving also i'd never when I was, I was doing my lessons only ever with a driving instructor and I didn't have my own car. So it was always in their car under their terms. I'd never, the first time I drove on my own was like once I had passed my test. So I think driving in a lucid dream, driving on your own as if it's your car, as yeah. if you do this all the time, just kind of a bit of conditioning. <laughs> 
This is what I'm all about, tricking the mind, deceptions of yeah. the mind, kind of Darren Brown. Just a little game, guys. <laughs> trickster. Once you can just nail the mind, it's all good. <laughs> well, because my mind is a fucking cunt. My mind is trying to ruin my life. Oh, you've got an Emma on your hands. Honestly, boy, do I. Do I ever. Do I, Emma. <laughs> Um, I think that we're done. Mm-hmm. I want to say thank you to everyone for sticking with us, right? I just want to say the biggest thank you to everyone that did a week without an episode. I'm so sorry. I mean, your life was probably the exact same. <laughs> it must have been heaven. It was probably great, but I'm sorry that we couldn't... No, I'm not saying sorry. No, yeah. But thank you so much. Never sorry for the delay. Always thank you for your patience. Exactly. <laughs> Full of top tips over here. And just acknowledging <laughs> acknowledging that we are like human beings behind these microphones. We're not little like caricatures and just being nice to us because um, that's all we want. <laughs> Please be nice. All that matters to us in the world is if everyone is nice to us. But genuinely, and thank you for coming in with like good points every week. Yeah. Just fucking insane. Yeah, honestly. And just I hope... <sighs> just think what a blessing it is to be you look at you what a blessing that is to be you what an exciting thing it is that she's talking to you by the way it changes the tone doesn't it <laughs> from if you don't hear from me it seems the worst yeah let's not say that in this one because i'm a bit scared <laughs> <laughs> okay well thank you guys for being here we really hope that we get to see you next time we're so excited to speak to you again yeah bye Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash trip for free shipping and 365-day returns. Mom deserves better than a drugstore card. This Mother's Day, surprise her with a truly special personalized card from Moonpig. Add your favorite photos, a heartfelt message, and we'll even mail it for you the same day, all for just $5. From mom to grandma, we have something to celebrate every mom in your life. Every mom deserves a Moonpig card. Get 50% off your first card at Moonpig.com. Moonpig.com.